0: The PGA Tour you know, 2K21 just came out. Am I watching someone play that?
1: Or is this like real life? I mean, it was insane. What a great promo. They should have been publicizing that a whole lot.
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Shank Happens. Uh, I'm PJ Memes. I'm joined by my boy, Joe. What's happening, man?
1: Well, it's good, Travis, good to see you. Forgive me, I'm a little bit under the weather this week, but, um, you know, excited to be here, excited to be talking about a lot of exciting things that are happening in golf right now. It's gonna be a fun pot.
0: Uh, you're, you're forgiven. Playoffs are underway. We already have the Northern Trust behind us. The guys have headed over to BMW. We've got the top 70 players to conclude this season competing in Chicago, which is really exciting. But before we dive into this too far, Want to give a shout out to our sponsor Mizzen and Maine, uh, always keeping us fresh on the links um, and at the office. If you guys use code Shank twenty five, you'll receive twenty five dollars off your next purchase of hundred dollars or more. This is a great deal. This is gear that you will not uh, regret purchasing. So I want to dive in real quick to on the the playoffs real quick. I mean, I'm you know normally I'm not a big FedEx Cup follower and you know all that stuff, but. We had some fireworks last week in Boston. That was uh, pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it, man. I mean, Boston puts on one of the best fireworks shows in America for July 4th, and now they put on one of the best tournaments of the – probably one of the most well-played tournaments I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, definitely up for debate, but Dustin Johnson just absolutely obliterated – we, yeah,
0: we'll get more into DJ later, but they might be calling that the Dustin Johnson like invitational or something next year because he literally I'm just sick. took Boston by storm. Well, let's jump over to the first tee real quick. I want to talk about something that just took over the, the golf world, you know, by, you know, just took it by storm here the last 48 hours or so. Phil Mickelson played his first event on the senior tour. And man, he just came in with a bang. I mean, anything Phil does recently is just, absolute fire uh he's got such a great sense of humor but come coming over to the champions tour I-, I want to admit to you real quick i've never watched an event on the champions tour i started following the event yesterday because they're playing monday which i thought was awesome i was like okay they're playing monday and phil is like on 59 watch and so i i turn i tune in and the guy cannot miss mean, he's driving the greens on par fours, he's flopping shots into tight on short par threes or seventy-yard sand shots. I mean, the guy could not miss, and he's paired with Steve Stricker. You got Ernie Els out there. You've got Bernard Langer. You've got you know all the the greats out there. Davis Love the third, and he's just firing in all cylinders. He's leading the event after the first day, ten under shoots around a sixty-one, and that was with him lipping out on eighteen pretty much or burning an edge. And then he he made a bogey on a, a par five uh hole where he normally would probably make a birdie on that nine. I mean, he could have had a round under fifty-nine. It was nuts. So I, I don't know. The whole world now, I mean, Phil on the champions tour, I didn't really ever expect to to see it, but now I love it. Like I, I just want to see more of it.
1: It's crazy, man. I gotta tell you, like I you know, I have not done a ton of watching of champions tour events. I, I would say the extent of my champions tour engagement has been, I'll catch the highlights on SportsCenter after Bernhard Longer wins again, right? Like that's, that's kind of how it's always worked. And and what's fun about it is, is it seems like every year you have that guy that comes out and, and is kind of that guy, you know, you go from, you've got Fred Couples comes out and just dominates for a while. Then Ernie comes out, Miguel Angel Jimenez, you know, those guys come in and then, Bernard Longer, man, comes in and just absolutely dominates. Owns but it. I don't think anybody was ready for Phil Mickelson. No. I'm telling you, like, like, he's a guy who still competes on the PGA Tour and belongs on the PGA Tour, which lots of these guys are. Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: you see a lot of these guys come out and play well on the tour. But, I mean, Phil, I mean, he's hitting it as far or further than most of the guys on the tour. And he's yeah. not afraid anything, you know, I guy mean, he's drops box. placement, he's creative, probably most creative guy that's out there. It was fun to watch. I mean, I literally am telling you the truth. I've never watched an event on TV or cared to follow one. And I was just glued to my, uh, to the TV on my couch. I was like, this is awesome.
1: And that's the thing, man, with, with Phil, gosh, I just, I love Phil and I love what Phil has become. In, in the past couple of years, especially on social media and the way he engages with with fans and in his audience, it's amazing. I absolutely love everything that Phil Mickelson is doing. But I got to tell you, I feel like when I sit down and watch Phil Mickelson make five birdies in a row, I think he made five in a row um, this weekend. When I sit down and watch him make five birdies in a row, I immediately am like, it's like Phil Mickelson is going out to my home club you know, out here. And just pumping out birdie, 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 birdie. It's so much. I don't know if the yardages are shorter on the Champions Tour. I don't know if the rough is less. I know what Phil said in his interview, but I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, this is fun to see this dude just go absolutely torch a course. And it makes me appreciate how hard the PGA Tour is for all of those guys out there.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And listen, I mean, I don't think, I mean, to give those guys credit, I mean, they're out there playing at extremely high level. I think the course was is pretty similar, if not the same length. I guess what Phil said, that particular course in the Ozarks has no little to no rough, and the pin placements he compared to being similar to a hard setup at your home course opposed to like exactly. a very tricky setup at a PGA Tour stop. But, I mean, he, he even said, he's like, I've been shooting a lot of low 60s rounds back home. I went into Boston feeling very good about my game, and I went out there and he goes, I've just been a little tight on on tour. I shot a seven, you know, a couple three over rounds or whatever, and he missed the cut and the season's over. And I what I'm most excited about this outside of just like getting to see Phil in a different stage is I'm excited to see if he does well and you know, obviously can continue to play well this week and run away and win this first event, which very few guys have done and they're their champions tour debut. But I'd love to see him get this newfound confidence and swagger back because you know it doesn't matter what uh, swagger what back league you're, what league you're playing in or whatever. Like if you can get this this the swagger from a win and the confidence from a win, you're going to be going into other events you know just so much more confident. And you know what's coming up is a huge event that he wants some redemption at at Wingfoot. So I mean, if he can come, if he can go into Wingfoot with newfound confidence. And some victories under his belt here in recent in these next few weeks. Dude, I'm looking forward to that. Cause I'd love to see Phil win the US Open in a big way.
1: Yeah. Now no, I wow. Uh, that's that's bold statement. But listen, first thing you gotta know, I get where you're coming from, okay? Phil Mickelson never lost his swagger. Okay, you saw the Mizzen and Main commercial. That guy's got it going on. Okay, you know what I'm saying? He's got the dance moves. On, on social media, he's killing it. He is crushing the game. He is everybody's favorite follow right now in golf. And and that guy, I think he exudes confidence. He knows he hits bombs. He knows that all the dudes out on the champions tour, saggy calves aren't keeping up with his built-up, jacked out calves. I'm not really, you know, all those guys on the tour are in way better shape than I am. So I, you know, I joke. But nonetheless, you're exactly right on point with you get that confidence bolster to like, hey, I can still win. I mean, think about the difference between going to Boston. And missing the cut, and then coming out and taking the lead two days later, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna have an impact. It's yeah, exciting. No, it,
0: it will. I, I, hopefully, he continues to play well. It's cool. As the event, you know, is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's only three rounds as well. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was just crazy watching it because there's like dudes riding carts. It's three days. The course plays maybe a little easier. I mean, I don't know, man. I was like, dude, Champions Tour is actually pretty badass. Like, I can't wait for more guys to to get to that stage that I know that I've maybe I've followed for a long time, but it was a fun watch. I'm looking forward to tuning in today. And I just hope, you know, Phil can continue the success and go low. Um, you know, and and I obviously like, I'm not sitting here claiming he's going to win the U S open by any means, but man, I think everyone could agree that that would be incredible, you know, and anything that can help him get to that point, whether it's, a little more confidence because the dude is, you know, has tons of confidence. I I don't know. If there's anyone who's more confident than him out there. I mean, he's he's well comfortable in his own skin and does his thing. But I would love to see him going into New York with confidence on the course, in his swing, and his ability to execute and win and and get that final elusive major that's uh, prevented him from the Grand Slam of golf. So that'd be really cool to see.
1: Yeah, man. I I don't know if it'll happen for him. I I want it. I think it'd be great. I'm trying to decide in my head, like, obviously there's probably no bigger story than Tiger Woods winning the masters, you know, coming back in 2019, doing what he did there. There's probably no bigger story than that, but would this be the second biggest story in golf? If he came out and and won the U S open ever. I mean, just knowing, I mean, everything Tiger went through physically, um, you know,
0: personally, everything to get back to the top. I mean, you can't, write a better script to a movie i mean it's such a huge story but man with phil having this elusive uh major championship that he's come so close that he pissed away you know a couple of times that you know it would conclude one of the biggest accomplishments if not the biggest accomplishment in golf already to a storied hall of fame career i don't know it's a it's it's equally as big of a story you know if it's not one it's one b you know it's it's It'd be awesome to see, and it's something that you know would be great to have happen at Wingfoot, where he should have accomplished it many years ago.
1: I mean, that's the name of the the ESPN Thirty for Thirty, right there. If he if he pulls it off, that's Phil Mickelson's ESPN Thirty for Thirty Wingfoot. Like yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know, can't wait to watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump over to uh, out of bounds. Four! Our out of bounds segment is uh, brought to you by a new sponsor Medterra CBD. Listen, I, I was someone who had never really used CBD products in the past, but um, got introduced to Medterra. There's a couple of different things that I use on a regular basis now, including their good morning uh, supplement. Um, you know, I'm all for early morning tea times, but you get groggy, you're, you're not focused, so you got to drink three or four cups of coffee. You, know, you take their good morning uh, capsules and it's incredible. I mean, your focus is in line, you're ready to go, you're up and at them. And then obviously when you get to an age like a mine and you, you know, you maybe walk the course or whatever, you're going to need their, their, the cream or the roll on after the round to help, you know, with your muscle aches and stuff. Some of you young lads that are listening, probably don't quite understand that quite yet and good for you, but super excited to be working with the Medterra team.
1: Great product. Make sure to go check them out. I use that stuff as a young guy and I love it. I think I, it makes all the difference for me. You know, I walk off the course even before the course, man, just to ease the tension in my back or neck from when I sleep certain ways sometimes. It's great. Yeah.
0: No, it's, I mean, listen, it doesn't matter what age, you know, obviously you want to just be feeling good. You play good. Um, a lot of pros are are using it and, uh, contributing it to their success, you know, on and off the course. So make sure to go check it out. You know, today in our out of bounds segment, what I want to talk about is kind of a weird subject. It got mixed reviews on social media on some of my posts that I did, but probably the most disappointing round of 60 you've ever seen in your entire life. Now you're probably asking yourself, well, how could shooting 60 ever be disappointing? Well, let me tell you how when you're Dustin Johnson and you go out and you are firing on all cylinders to start your round. And let me just be, you know, exact here. You make birdie, eagle, birdie, eagle, birdie, par, birdie, birdie, par. That's around. I mean, you're now on like 55 watts or something. That's nine under. And then you start right? the back nine and make birdie at 10 and birdie at 11. And everyone's like, okay, listen, he's 11 under through 11. He's doing something that no one has ever seen. And what was great is, you know, Scotty Scheffler, a boy from Dallas here went out and shot 59 earlier in the day which was incredible. He didn't make any Eagles. He just made a barrage of birdies, but he shoots 59. He's at the top of the leaderboard and Dustin Johnson's like, Oh, that's cute. Hold my beer real quick. While I go shoot 55 or 56 or 57 and then 12 happened and he just makes a string of pars to finish his round to shoot 60 and 18 is a short par five that he laid up on from a relatively shorter distance. And it was, it was just like, how do you not go for it and go for history here uh, and so, you know, I made a comment just about it relating to the Atlanta Falcons blowing a 28-3 to lead um, and just super disappointing. A lot of people didn't really get the context of that joke, but obviously a 60s.
1: I'm with the people, Travis. I'm Dude, with the people, man. 11 under through 11, bro. Are you smoking crap? I, That's crazy. I don't, hold on. I don't disagree with you on that. Uh-huh. Okay. The guy. The guy should have shot 57. Okay. Should have happened. I, I don't disagree with you on that, but he won the tournament. Okay. He didn't, he
0: didn't blow a lead. No, I get it. We're not talking about the overall tournament. And that's where the joke kind of, I guess, fell on deaf ears. Like it's, it's not like a 28 to three lead and he lost to somebody, you know, whatever. But dude, when you're 11 under through 11, and you've got a par five coming up, you know, and you just par out and make a birdie on that hole or whatever, which he birdied most of those holes to go through the weekend by the way cuz he continued to shoot crazy scores but that is just insane to me it's the most disappointing 60 in the histories of 60s and but it's an amazing round dj is the freaking man the guy is when he's dialed in you heard kisner say it this week too when dj's dialed in and he's playing the way he is he goes i'm no longer playing to win the tournament i'm just playing to win as much money as i can for my bank account like cuz the guy is just impossible to catch on the course
1: and listen i i'm gonna i'm gonna like more impressive to me disappointing yes i would have loved to see a 57 one guy in the history of the pga tour has shot 58 jim Furyk, uh steven yeager did it on the web.com now corn Ferry tour and and those are those are your 58 guys that's it you know that was something that people wondered would it ever happen would you ever see it dj had a chance to take the 57 which i don't know if that would have been broken i don't know if that will happen again like that's that's a tough one. But I'm going to give a shout-out to my guy, Kyle Porter, here. Um, because he, he threw up a tweet that, that I think is worth looking at. Everybody knows DJ One. He shot 30 under. Uh, second time in history, 30 under. And is only one behind all-time uh, with Jordan Spieth, correct? Mm-hmm. No, Jordan, Jordan shot 30. Who shot 31? Ernie Els. Ernie Els. Okay. But listen to these nine-hole scores. This is unbelievable. 30, 37. You're only over par nine there. Yep. 27, 33, 32, 32, 30. That's another level. I mean, that is just, that's unbelievable. So, so I'm with the people on it, man. It, it's not an Atlanta Falcons situation. The guy won the tournament. He absolutely obliterated the field. Yeah. But, I would have loved to see that 57, and I don't know that we'll ever have that chance again. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I I don't know that I'd ever expect to see a front nine like he had there on that day. Like when I saw the stats, I'm like, I know the PGA Tour, you know, 2K21 just came out. Am I watching someone play that, or is this like real <laughs> life? I mean, it was insane.
1: What a great promo! They should have really been. They should have been publicizing that a whole no lot.
0: doubt, man. I mean, it's just I, I can't even imagine. Like
1: I've I've made. I want to say in, in
0: my life, like, I, I think I made three birdies in a row once in my life. And then I probably followed it with four triples or something, you know. To- well,
1: I'm going to tell you, I think, I think, I, I love you, Trap, But I think in that one tournament, DJ had as many birdies as you've had in your whole life.
0: No, I know. People were saying, this. so DJ finished 30 under for the whole week, right? Like, dude how many birdies have you made this year? You know, like, or like in the last two years or five years, I mean, the comments that I was seeing were along those lines of like, you could take all the birdies I've made in the last five years and I wouldn't even be 30 under. Like, that's just insane. And he was just, Oh, 235 yard par three, you know, tucked back left corner, no big deal. Hit it to eight feet. I and mean, he just, and the putts he was making too. I've never seen DJ oh just line up in a putt and just hit it, you know, just perfect stroke, perfect line, middle of the cup. I mean, just completely dialed in. I'm really interested to see how that carries over to this week. Um, you know, a lot of guys have won back to back events, you know, in the FedEx uh, cup playoffs in the past and still haven't won maybe the, the tour championship. So I'm real curious to see, you know, how it unfolds for him. Cause that's one thing he hasn't won is a FedEx cup title, which man, the way he's playing, he just came off a, a, a tied second in San Francisco at the PGA championship, goes and wins in Boston and going into Chicago and Atlanta on fire. So I'm really curious to see. I would love to see him win it. I mean, the guy's had a very good career, just not gotten it done in all the major championships. A lot of second-place finishes, but I think that FedEx Cup title would be That's
1: going to change this year. I think he gets gets another major this year.
0: I hope so, man. I mean, it would take him out of that conversation of a guy who isn't getting it done on the biggest stage because I think any of these tournaments is a freaking huge stage. It's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. The guy's done it 22 times um in his career and there's a stat pulled up today where in the first 13 years of a professional career they have him lined up with Phil Mickelson and they have very similar statistics same majors you know similar victories you know all that stuff so that's a pretty damn good career to compare yourself to you know and he's got a lot of time left in the tank to go win a few more majors and so if he come out and win multiple majors maybe even get it to like 4 or 5 you're in good company, pal. Like you're going to do really, really well and and be someone who's remembered for a long time. So, you know, and it's good to see it happen too on the heels of Brooks kind of jabbing him with, you know, not having maybe the level of success that he he thinks that he should have. And so to see him come out and just kick some major ass last week in Boston, and hopefully, you know, that continues. It's really good to see.
1: I I agree with you a hundred percent. And, you know, DJ is going to be able to fire back here in just a couple of weeks. With, I may not have all the majors, but where's your FedEx Cup?
0: No doubt. I mean, that's, I mean, FedEx Cup, that's the real deal, man. And you get obviously the uh, huge payday that comes from that. So, you know, I'm excited to see. So, you know, we've got a good event going on in Chicago this week. Got top 70. There's some big names that, you know, would love to see there that aren't there. Um, you know, Tiger. And Tiger
1: make it. Is he going to Eastlake? I
0: don't know, man. He's got to play good this week. So I'm glad he made it to Chicago. Uh, there's some other faces there that I'd love to see that aren't, but uh, Tiger made it, which is great. Um, Rory's got to find his game. He's playing like crap right now. He's not playing well whatsoever, and he's admitted it. He's having a hard time finding the confidence and uh, the wit- the, the motivate himself. You know, yeah. so Bryson missed the cut in Boston last week. So we'll see if he comes out and plays better. Um, I'm actually so I have not tuned into too many of these like charity events on on the Wednesdays. They're fun. Events. This week I'm super stoked about it though. You've got Colin and Max against Bryson and Kevin Na, which I'm, I'm I think it's going to be great. So
1: you need uh, to text Kevin Na and tell Kevin Na, yo, give Bryson some crap about blocking PGA memes <laughs> on TV. <laughs> no kidding, right? He's got to bring I would, it up somewhere because then then we all get to hear. What happened nationally? You know, I mean, he's got he's stuck.
0: <laughs> we should I should hit them up and say, "Hey, you got to just drop PGA memes once on on the broadcast somewhere, some way. Do something. Let's hear hey, it,
1: man." I, do you think it happens? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> we should try that. They we probably, should try. It.
0: They probably want to be invited back to do more of those things in the future. So, but I, <laughs> I, it would be pretty cool to see that, though. I'm looking forward to tuning in. But, man, DJ, I love you. 60 is impressive. I'll never be able to sniff that. I could shoot a 60 on the front nine um, or the back nine, but not in a total round. It's just insane. So Par just, three sometimes? Yeah, maybe. Maybe at and Preserve, a 13-hole course, I could a par three course, I could shoot 60. <laughs> but, I mean, so, listen, for those haters that are out there that don't understand, I'm not saying that that's not an amazing accomplishment because it is. It's just that is for sure the most disappointing 60 ever. And that was
1: – I get where you're coming from with it. And that was well
0: represented all over Twitter and social media from the likes of a lot of people. So, But, hey, if DJ could pull another round out like that, maybe he shoots his 57 this week. We'll see.
1: That'd be amazing. If, if he wins this week, is it even possible for him not to
0: win the FedEx Cup? Yeah, they still make it possible, but he'd have a pretty good head start. That's
1: true. It's now strokes. Yeah, so it's he'll, now be, strokes. he'll be it's... going in.
0: And right now, obviously, he's number one in the world. He's going to be number one in the FedEx Cup standings, and he's going to have a, a good head start. But he could go out and, you know, shoot a level par day where someone goes out and shoots a 62, and, you know, it's a fair game all over. Right in the mix, yeah. yeah. So I like the new format. It's cool. So it's it's exciting. And then once the season concludes, now we're on to the final two majors. It's going to be a little weird time that we're playing two majors for last year in the new wraparound season but i'm not complaining looking forward to it and we'll, i'm ready uh, for augusta yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to see days, augusta
1: man. in the fall well
0: it's always good catching up man hopefully phil carries it on over in uh in missouri and gets the first uh he wins he's gonna win it event, and we get some good fireworks out of chicago this week but always good good catching up joe take care man hope you get feeling better thank you all right we'll talk to you soon